I am really so thankful for the invention of the GPS. Anybody out there with me? I remember the days, as probably many of you do, of using paper maps, or even better, going to AAA and getting those triptychs made to know where I was going. Vacations were great. I remember stopping at local gas stations, places we would go, looking for maps and asking for directions to get everywhere we needed to go. But then again, GPSs aren't perfect. I'll never forget when we were on a trip to New York to go see the Mets at City Field, and instead of taking us on the interstate and off the exit right near the stadium, which seemed to be the most direct trip, we were taken through downtown areas with lots of traffic and lots of people that honestly took us way out of the way. There's one major benefit of using a GPS, at least one with live traffic. If there's an issue, they often recommend a detour. You know, heavy traffic going into the city, or that unexpected accident or some slowdown due to road work that you didn't know about. That day in New York, we were on a detour, one that was unexpected and unplanned, but at least we had some guidance along the way. Detours can sometimes be short and involve minor delays in our travels, but sometimes they can take us quite out of the way and involve so much extra time and effort. Either way, detours don't always seem like fun. They can be time-consuming, and they often slow us down. And pretty much every time, they take us places we don't want to go. Just last week, I was in a rental vehicle, and I didn't have my Easy Pass with me for the turnpike, so I told my GPS to avoid toll roads, and boy did it. What should have been a 40 or 45 minute trip quickly went over an hour with detours through neighborhoods and back streets I've never been on. Let's just say I saw a lot of picket fences and farm animals that day. Picture it, I'm at the mercy of the Maps app and have to trust that it knows what it's doing. Sometimes it takes me through places I wonder if I'm even safe or if I'll ever get back to civilization. There's times when I have it on when I'm going places I've been before, and it tells me to exit or turn at a point I don't remember, and I think, that's odd. Why is it making me get off here? Thinking maybe there was an accident or traffic or something else, but it's usually because it saw what I couldn't see up ahead, and it tried to help me avoid it. And when I don't listen, I get stuck in what it was trying to help me avoid. And as you probably figured out where this is going, Roads aren't the only places where there are detours. The reality is, life is full of detours. We all experience detours in our future plans, our health, our work, our families, our finances, or relationships. A detour might take you far off the path and slow you down. Detours come in many different shapes and sizes, but all of them really do share one thing in common. We rarely see them coming. They catch us off guard, sometimes leave us frustrated, confused, curious, or even hurt. We might be left questioning why certain things happened or why we were sent a certain direction. And sometimes we can also be tempted to become discouraged or frustrated more than just being a little bit upset or even downright angry. Detours seem to always leave us asking why. Sometimes it's because we're curious what's going on. Sometimes it's because we just don't understand. Sometimes it's because we don't want to take a different path. And yet other times it's because we genuinely seek to find the purpose 
for this change of direction. Some detours in life are there because God had a better plan, one that we often can't see at the time and one that we often can't even imagine. Some detours are the result of simply missing the road. Maybe a sign was there as plain as the nose on your face, but you were too busy, consumed with something else to notice, and you missed the big turn here sign, taking a lengthy and time-consuming detour. Yet other detours are there because of circumstances we have no control over. Think of it like an accident blocking a highway, and it causes us to patiently take another route. Those usually stretch us, humble us, and guide us to where we ultimately want to go. And regardless of why they occur, when we are faced with detours of life, we have the opportunity to react and or respond. Reacting is definitely easier and sometimes even helps us feel better, at least for a few moments, but it rarely resolves whatever the issues are that cause the detour. Responding to the detours of life is an opportunity to reveal character. I will admit, I can more graciously adjust to some things better than others, as I'm sure you can. A road is closed due to an accident, and I need to go around. Well, if time is not an issue, I'll be calm, and I'll just go with the flow and follow the other route. But if I'm in a time crunch, I sometimes start to worry about whether I'll get to the other place on time, if there's a faster way I can go, or whatever it might be, and I find myself weaving in and out of traffic to really get nowhere fast. My ultimate goal is to skillfully handle whatever challenges, inconveniences, pressures I might face. Often, my gut reaction is to do it on my terms, when in reality, I know I should do it how God has called me to. So, how can we live our lives in such a way as to respond rather than react to the detours we face? Well, sometimes we face detours because we are curious or we don't understand. And in these cases, we can often find ourselves exploring paths that are unfamiliar to us. If you listened to the last episode, you might remember me talking about the hiker in the woods and coming upon an unfamiliar area with multiple paths to follow. And sometimes we're just kind of impatient and we feel like we have to go somewhere. Why? In my own life, I find it's because I just don't want to wait to find out which path I'm supposed to take. I don't want to wait for the answer, or I'm not satisfied with not understanding. I think that if I pick something else, if I pick a different path, it'll show me where I need to go, and that is not always the case. But what if we're being called to take a different path, and we just don't want to follow it? Sometimes we are sent in a new direction because there's something else in store for us. Sometimes those are detours. They can take us off of our life's path only for a season, but maybe for longer. Often we can't see at the time why we're being redirected. But sometimes God puts very clear signs and people in our lives to give us direction to this new path. And what we see as a detour may actually be a completely new path for us. I think about times when I'm driving down the interstate and I know where I have to turn or exit, but before I know it, I've missed it. Maybe I was jamming to the radio or talking to somebody in the car or, you know, just letting the cruise control do its thing. And even though there was an exit sign and an exit next right sign and an exit in one mile sign, 
And even though I knew where it was, I missed it. All the signs were there. But I still missed it. You see, missing those points can take us down a lengthy and time-consuming detour. Whether the detours are ones that God is taking us on or ones of our own doing, we often wonder where they're leading and how long they're going to take. Frustration or confusion might set in, but regardless of the cause, the place where we should put our focus is on trusting God. Because whether the detours are placed there by Him or ones we bring upon ourselves, God has a plan and a direction for us. You see, the way God leads us may not make sense to us at times, but there are reasons He takes us down different paths, including each and every detour. I think about the countless times in the scriptures that individuals or groups got to places and through places they had never imagined or understood, sometimes miles and miles and months and years and generations out of the way. These detours had a purpose, and when they happen in our own lives, these detours have a purpose, not only to take us to a new path or take us back to the one we should be on, but to showcase God's greatness. You see, when shifts in our plans occur, God makes it absolutely clear that he has a plan to reveal his power and strategy for our lives through these detours. And I know this one might be hard to think about, so let me give you a little visual. Consider the construction worker who places those orange detour signs on the side of the road. When we get back on our normal route, After following the path that's been laid out by those signs, the plan that was established by that worker and his company succeeded. We were sent the correct direction to get back on the path. That detour was something we needed. God gives us things every step of the way to reveal his plan for us in detours so we can get to the path we need. I hope that when we get to the latter stages of our lives, we could look back and say, every detour was worth it. Because I think in the grand scheme of things, detours in life help us to see God's character more clearly. Here's what I mean. Just as we can discover previously unknown treasures on a driving detour, you know, a beautiful field of flowers, a picturesque neighborhood, or a cute little coffee house, God uses the detours of our lives to teach us about himself. We learn so much about how God is our strength, our comforter, our guide, when we're in an uncomfortable position. I've often said that our greatest testimony comes from our greatest tests, and we often arrive at these because of detours. God uses detours to strengthen our hope and our trust. The bright orange signs that lead us on our detours aren't placed there just for decoration. They help us to know the way through the construction. Through our life detours, whether it's sickness or pain or change of plans, God molds us into the people he has created us to be. And yes, I know there are other detours we are taken on because of circumstances we have no control over, often due to the decisions of others. In these cases, we should strive to see what we can learn and how we can grow, and ultimately how we can trust more. Think of it like the long drive on the extra road you had to go on when you have tons of time to think. Focus on enjoying the scenery instead of griping about the long trip. 
Regardless of whether God is shaping us for something new, we've chosen a different path, or somebody has forced us down one, if we put our trust in Christ, we will emerge from life's detours like gold refined by a fire. I mentioned earlier that when we encounter a detour, we respond to it or react to it in some way. I want you to take a moment and think about how you would react or respond to a detour in life. Is it immediate? Or do you take your time to consider all of the circumstances, all of the evidence, and pray for guidance? Have you ever taken a moment to just pause before reacting? And definitely take time to pause before responding? Our school teaches a lot about social-emotional learning, and I think often about one specific part we've learned, which is about the parts of our brain, and how it can cause us to respond to circumstances in certain ways. And it's labeled with the three Fs, flight, freeze, or fight. Before we give any type of response, especially what could be a negative one, we have to react to the detour we're on. And if that reaction is something like heightened emotion, or anxiousness, or calm, or maybe even hesitation, not knowing where we're going. Think of how that will affect our response. It affects our peace in being content where God is taking us. We often react because we allow a moment to define reality, rather than seeing the big picture. This is why I always think that responses are so much more important. You know, I'm a ways down the road of life, so when I reflect on the detours, I have many years of instant replays in my mind. <laughs> I just celebrated my 47th birthday. My wife and I have been married for 25 and a half years. I've been a teacher for nearly 26 and a father for nearly 22 years. And in all that time, we are still making adjustments. On a daily basis, we find something that doesn't go 100% according to plan, and we need to pivot. I think I've pivoted a dozen times in my classroom last week alone. I recall hearing a preacher say one time, when life sends you on a detour, be prepared to pivot. Healthy businesses model the necessity of pivoting to maintain growth and a competitive advantage in their industry. And if you have a mature faith and detours present themselves, you shouldn't be afraid to pivot. But rather, you should be afraid not to. You've heard me mention numerous times that so much in life is a process. In the same manner, our faith is a process that's never stationary, but really dynamic and fluid. Outside pressures seem to have a way of challenging our assumptions and making us better. Let me go back to that business analogy for a minute. Maybe it's the challenge of a competitor who offers a better price for the same item or service. How do we react when that happens? But more importantly, how do we respond? Well, if we want to be successful, we pivot. We change our strategy. We adjust our product. We adjust our pricing. Or maybe we even consider pairing up with that competitor. The fact is that if we keep doing what we've always done and the circumstances change, we're not going to get the same result we've always gotten because we've had to detour. The definition of a detour is a deviation from a direct course or the usual procedure. It's never about point A to point B. Detours are often unexpected and leave us no option but to yield to the variation. But if we allow it, 
Detours can give us the opportunity to literally reset our attitudes. So I want you to think for a minute about the last detour you've been sent on, or maybe many detours you've been sent on. If you are sent on another one, do you think you could embrace it as an opportunity to see something from a different perspective rather than focusing on the inconvenience? Is it possible, and I think it is, to take time to enjoy the journey? Tony Evans once said this about detours. In life, as it is often on the road, detours exist because construction is taking place. When you're on a highway and there's a detour, it's usually because workers are trying to fix, build, correct, or improve something. I think about that in our own lives. You know, when we encounter detours, we can trust that God is constructing something at the same time. We should see detours as opportunities provided by God to trust him more. We have to realize that in the midst of a detour, he is still very present. God's more interested in our own development than our arrival. When our focus is on the arrival rather than the process or the journey, you know, we're looking too much at the end rather than what's currently happening or what could happen, the inconvenience of a detour seems to envelop us. And in the ultimate sense, as believers in Christ, we will realize life on earth is really just one big detour, an adventure full of purpose written by the ultimate storyteller in order to call us to salvation, fulfill the Great Commission, love and show service to others, and then prepare us for paradise in the life beyond. So are you facing a detour in your life? When you weren't expecting it, or when a season of waiting lasts longer than you expect or would like it to, discouragement can set in. If you're a believer, you might wonder if God even hears your prayers. When we wait on Him, God will renew our strength. He will guide our path. He sets us up for what's next. He will bring the right people into your life at the right time and be the silent yet powerful advocate for you in every room. Waiting on God is easier said than done, but through every story, God never fails to fulfill his promises. If you are facing a detour or delay in life, remember not to put your trust in the when or the what of this world to get you through it, but in the who is with you always. Because God's a promise keeper. He won't let your season of waiting be all for naught. It won't go to waste. Make an effort today to notice little things that show God's beauty, craftsmanship, and love. Things you might not normally notice as you zip through your day, even if it's driving down the highway. Remember his promise to you in recognizing that he has already done so much and will continue to do more in your season of detour. And make me a promise. If you're recognizing those little things as you're driving down the road, make sure to keep your eyes on the highway. Well, friends, it's been great being with you again this week. As always, I really do appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you back here next time. We'll have more for you on cue.